And on that note, peace and greetings and welcome to another episode of the Circulate MKE podcast conversations. My name is Shalina, co-creator and organizer of the Circulate MKE markets located in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Shout out to my co-director, Fidel. And we have a special guest today. Lala, welcome. Thank you for being here. Hi, darling. Love to be here. You know, I love Circulate. One thing you do is show up, that is for sure. Oh, yeah. I love showing up for Circulate. I love me some Milwaukee. Hey. Well, tell, <laughs> tell us about yourself. Let the people know who we're talking to today. All right. I am Laditra Warren, a.k.a. Lala, founder and creator of Twisted Rose Metal here in Chicago, Illinois. Um, as far as my background, I grew up on the west side of Chicago. I actually was a case manager for renal failure patients. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was a social worker. <laughs> the stress got me out of that line of field. I've always been a healing type of person, but the demands were too much. So it gave me hypertension. I had to Mm. back out of there (laughs) as quick as possible. Um, But other than that, then I went case manager. It's my background. I also um, realtor, (laughs) tax consultant. Wow. To name a few occupations, but I grew up on the West Side, so you know our our main logo, our main thing is hustle. The oh. hustle got to be strong. Hustle. So if it wasn't, I've been hustling in a holistic manner for 20, 30 years, forty years, thirty years, about thirty like years. Because I also was you a natural in a holistic manner. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I was a um I've been a um natural hairstylist since about 14. Okay. Like I grow. I grow hair. That's amazing. So I've been doing that forever. That's always been a fallback. But I was like, I'm tired of it. And then um as for um uh as a coping mechanism, I started doing, you know, jewelry repair and you know, making little trinkets and stuff. And next thing I know, I was addicted. <laughs> so we might be transitioning right now into my first question, which was what inspired you to make your product? And then when did it actually turn into a business? Okay, so I ended up diagnosed with hypertension and bipolar disorder in 2009. Okay. Maybe 2009, I was di- diagnosed with that. So um, I needed stress relievers hmm. because everything was starting to trigger all of my bi- bipolar symptoms. So as a stress reliever, I would sit and make jewelry. And I've always been into stones. So, you know, I was just self-educating myself on different styles, techniques. I've done everything from wire wrapping to crocheting to metal smithing. Okay. But... It was basically out of a need for a decompress. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, okay, I was running a um, a resale shop at the time. And I would sit and make things, you know, like how I do at the market. Yeah. I'd be sitting there making it. The customers would start coming in for the jewelry more than they did <laughs> anything else. <laughs> so I was like, okay. 
So it ended up being full-fledged, all jewelry, all the time in 2010. Wow. Yeah. Now, your medal of choice? Copper. Copper. Let's talk about copper. I love copper, honey. For one, I got copper tunnel, hair braiding from 14 and working in the medical field. I did a lot of typing and repetitive motion. Mm-hmm. So... I ended up with carpal tunnel in both my wrists. So what I had to slow down on the hair braiding mm-hmm. because my hands were starting to lock up. Mm-hmm. And then my doctor, I had an Indian doctor, and, you know, he gave me the normal approach. Right. And I was like, well, you know, I don't agree with the surgeries and I don't want to do a surgery. Not if it's not going to correct it 100%. Mm-hmm. Well, he was like, well, if you want to do pain management and ease the inflammation, holistically, I would suggest you get a copper bracelet. And I'm like, what? I think I heard of that before. <laughs> Girl, I looked for one. They was ugly. <laughs> they was those simple, ma- you know, mass-made copper yeah. bracelets. It's braided. It got the hematite bead in there. Mm-hmm. I got one. It worked. Okay. It works. So I'm like, oh, snap. Okay. I'm back to braiding. But while I'm braiding, you know, you you either looking at the TV, the head, or your hand. Yep. That dang on bracelet is so ugly. <laughs> it was so ugly. And I'm like, you know what? I can make jewelry. Let me see if I can make a copper bracelet. Let me look up a DIY. Mm-hmm. Girl, DIY helped save my life. Next thing I know, mm, I threw that thing in the garbage. <laughs> So copper is my favorite holistic metal, but visually, I just love copper. I absolutely love copper. I love the benefits of copper. It helps to increase energy levels. It helps to pull the inflammation out, and it just looks good to me. I've never been a silver lover ever in my life. I don't like silver. I don't like gold. Yeah, the... the, um the copper, especially against our diverse, like, brown tones. Yes. Yeah. It, it pops. Look. It pops. Big time. <laughs> Big time. No, seriously. Every time there's a market, I'm at Lala's table for, like, hours. Because it takes a while. It does. That's because I do individuals, too. So you don't have too many lookalikes. Right. Very unique products, each one of them. And also the experience of coming up and, and discussing what's going on with you personally and that being a way for you to identify how to help a customer find the piece that is ultimately going to work best for them. The different crystals carry different energies. Exactly. And sometimes when you around crystals and you work with crystals on a regular basis, me, it's out of a 24-hour period, I'm either handling crystals or working with crystals maybe 16 hours a day. I sleep only five hours. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm wearing crystals all the time. It right. tends to put your own physical body on a more sensible, uh, sensitive level. Okay. So when you encounter other people's energy, you really do pick up on notes of neediness, Mm-hmm. Um, loneliness, depression, you feel it. You actually tend to feel when people um, are feeling a certain way. 
And if you already know the natural vibrations of the stones, you can, you don't have to guess. You don't have to look anything up. Nine times out of 10, that person will pick the stone they need themselves. Right. Because it's, it's a calling in your body for, for um, natural healing. So your body actually is going to call to what it needs. So it makes it a lot easier for me. But me being more sensitive makes it a lot easier. Absolutely. So yeah. when you're creating the jewelry, you're handling these crystals, yes, they, they each have their own unique vibration that helps support different things. However, we know that energy can also transfer from a person to the crystal and on. So what are your practices to keep that energy good and, and to have um, a product that is not, you know, carrying something already with it when, you know, it goes on to the cloud? Oh, absolutely. Well, for one, I source my stones um, in a unique way. I try to go more direct by than wholesales and all of that because I don't want too many people touching on it. Okay. Like, so I get my, a lot of my stones from lapidary artists or miners from the exact, from the mines themselves. A lot of them in India and Brazil, they're not just selling the stones. They're actually the ones mining them. So they're the one tumbling them. They're the one, you know, doing the polishing, the cutting and everything. So I like to, I tend to stick with certain mines, certain lapidary artists, certain sellers. So that's one, one way I do it. Also, if I do a self-checking every morning, I have to because I don't believe in the medications that they prescribe for bipolar people okay. because there's a ton of side effects. So I have to do a, uh, a mental check-in every morning. If I'm feeling a cloud of negativity in my mm -hmm. own self, I don't touch any jewelry. I don't handle, I, I do not create anything until I've cleansed that out and I'm back on a positive um, level myself. Um, and as for the stones, once everything is created, I like to do a sage cleansing on all of the stones and all of the pieces so that we can release any energy that's residual energy from anybody. So normally when you see me show up to a market or I'm shipping something, everything's been cleansed, everything's been charged, it's ready to go. And I like to educate my customers on how to do it themselves too. Yes, I was actually just going to go there. So talk about some practices for cause a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of the, the trend right now, which which is a good trend, are people more so going towards holistic practices. Oh, and, yeah. and you know what happens, though, when things trend is that sometimes people don't do the knowledge. And so it, and, and that's one thing we really appreciate about the the vendors and it's it's part of the vetting process actually we want people entrepreneurs healers who have done their research their students to their product and they can carry on the education and knowledge to the yeah. client so talk to us about how a person could cleanse their own stones at home or on their own and why is that even a thing okay so Due to the fact that stones do have a natural vibration, it can, if you're using it often, you're absorbing all of that energy. That energy has to be replaced and replenished. Mm. So, 
some of the different cleansing techniques for the energy levels in your stones, you can do Himalayan sea salt. It'll absorb, that salt actually absorbs negative energy. Mm -hmm. um, let's see, sage is my number one. I love sage. And it is like so beneficial, mm -hmm. especially on your respiratory. Let me throw that in there. <laughs> so sage, um, some people like to just run it under water. Um, I know water is a grounding, a natural grounding. So that's awesome. And it's a natural cleanser. Mm -hmm. I just, it's the little, it's a double-edged sword when you're using water. Because there are some stones the the hardness level of them is really low mm. and some are really high as a consumer you don't always know that as a as a um as the dealer i would know that right so it's hard to you know remind people hey you got 10 you got 18 products from me don't run what on that one right okay so, so different my, processes for different stones Exactly. That's why I like to do safe because it's the safest to, to the stones. Selenite, I see people wearing them, wearing them in pendants and everything, and they have the polish on it. But honestly, a, a, a crystal like selenite is water soluble. Mm. Mm. It may be great for your energy and your aura, but long term, if your skin is absorbing selenite, we don't know what the lasting effects of that could be. Mm. I never use selenite in jewelry. Interesting. I've never heard that. People don't think about it. it. It's crystals are made of chemical compound, natural chemical compounds. Right. But you also have to remember some natural chemical compounds are dangerous. Makes all the sense. I'm just saying. So I, I me, I don't do selenite. I'm gonna be like, hold on. <laughs> I don't advise selenite in jewelry because it's a water soluble. So if you're sweating and you're wearing this piece all the time, mm -hmm. you don't know what you're exposing yourself to physically because your body's absorbing it. Right. <laughs> you know, it, it's interesting because, I mean, that's facts for our daily habits. The, the household cleaning products, the yeah. different... Uh, bath and beauty products that we use on a regular yeah. basis. And if we're not consciously thinking about eliminating some of these toxins and replacing some of these products with more natural, um, you know, lotions, face soaps, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. People don't realize we're, we're taking that all in. And that's yeah, we've, we've been conditioned to just trust what's been done, trust right. the process and trust the science. No, you can't just trust the science. We trusted the science when we were using baby powder and mm -hmm. talcum powder. Right. You can't just trust everything. This is another reason why I tell my customers, I'm going to tell you what your stones is. If you forget, send me a picture. I'll remind you. But yeah. one thing I do want you to do is look it up. Yes. Do your Because I can tell you all the benefits to every stone. You're not going to remember them in 20 minutes. Right. Yeah. And so, that process of research also helps you to further identify how, yeah. what that means to you and your needs. So, exactly. that process, I mean, you know, it's, it's amazing because the vendors, they get you started on a journey. 
and oh yeah, get to take it from there. Yeah, because stones, I can give you basic knowledge of stone. For me to tell you everything about a stone, I will be talking to each person for an hour and a half. Right. Because you have a metaphysical level, a physical level, aura, you Reiki uses. You, mm. It's so much to stones. That's why it's best to do the research because then you realize they're not just pretty rocks. Right. Oh my God. Once you do the research, it's like, oh my God, what have I been doing with my life? <laughs> but like selenite, appetite is a pretty blue stone. It's kind of water soluble, okay. you know, stuff like that. So just getting back on the cleanser, you know, there's multiple ones, but once you do your research, you'll also find out in your research, they'll tell you best the best cleansing for the energy on the stones as well. Mm-hmm. I do sage. It's the safest. It's not harmful to the stone. It's not harmful to you. I don't do any polishings on my my copper or anything. I don't put anything on it. I'm very natural because I want people to be more conscious about what they're putting in their body. And if it's coming from me, yeah, you can trust my science. All right. Because <laughs> right. I have to wear it. And I have to use it. I'm not using chemicals. When I clean your when I clean your jewelry, it's natural. It's lemon juice. That's it. That's all. <laughs> and when it comes to the water soluble stones, there's a time limit that you can put on the clean mm. or avoid in certain ways. But like as far as the energy of them. Yeah, I would say Himalayan sea salt. I would say sage, brown rice, because it's non-dyed, so it still has all its natural grounding um, benefits to it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Those are my best ones. Now, recharging them, mm-hmm. moonlight for me is the best. Moonlight, yep. It's something about moon energy that helps rejuvenate the stones itself. Some people say, yeah, I I put mine in the sun. That's all right. Did you check to see if that is safe for your stone too? Because some stones aren't developed in the sun. Mm. They're developed in caves like amethyst. Amethyst, if you leave it prolonged in sunlight, it loses its purple luster. Mm. People don't know that. (laughs) <laughs> they do why. now they do now i'm gonna give you the safest <laughs> route to everything put it in the moonlight baby leave it in your window and yes. get it in the morning we are all about that moonlight <laughs> and so, let, me, let me ask you what for you what is the value of doing markets how is that different than having your online presence oh my god seriously okay i'm a virgo I okay. feed off the energy and I like to give energy out. You know, you know, I have my little empathic ways with people. Yes. But in doing that, it feeds a purpose in me. Like it's it's all right to, you know, make an inventory, take pictures of it. You know me, I'm gonna take the best pictures of the stone. That's right. But and it sells and I ship it, I cleanse it, and you know, it's ready to go. There's nothing personal about that for me. Even though I personally, I make the the, the pieces personally. 
Yeah. There's no relationship behind it. Like mostly all of my customers I know, mm-hmm. I've met, we've exchanged energy. They know me. They know when they get this piece, it's a bunch of love finna come out this box. Absolutely. <laughs> like I accept video chats. <laughs> Cause if I don't know you, I wanna know you. Okay. I like to know where my babies is going. <laughs> you know, who they helping. What it's doing for you. Like, we had these conversations. (laughs) So, for me, it's an exchange of energy and it's a building of a relationship. You know, because this is, it'll be different if I was selling paparazzi. Mm -hmm. You know, you're just selling jewelry. Right. I I don't just sell jewelry. So, it's more personal for me. And I need that contact. I need that vibe. And then... That vibe that I get from the market, that re-energizes me for my next creation sessions. Yeah. You know, I get a lot from that. It's like a whole personal human cleanse and recharge process. Oh, yeah. Every market is for me. That's why I'm like, yes, they got the music. Yes, your brother coming through with a sage and... The- <laughs> And he got literally my brother is coming through with the sage. <laughs> yes, and the chat he got that smile on his face, and everybody comes in all nice yeah. and happy and joyous, and that energy spreads. Yes, yes. It, it just spreads. It fills the space. That's what we all are feeding off of, and we don't realize it. Right. You know, if everybody was in that grumpy. How many people you think gonna come to that market? Right consistently oh yeah you know it's definitely a lot of people and we're talking about not just vendors but people that come to enjoy the market to spend dollars locally uh to to access those toxic free products and to learn these holistic practices to develop these relationships and they know that they're coming to get recharged to to feel yes they come for that bad it's like a family reunion every time yeah Every time, every time. It's funny because when you mentioned like selling somebody else's product, they call it a pyramid scheme for a reason. That word is just like in there. We act like we don't hear it. And so it's um, it's designed (laughs) to, you know, to just to attack the psyche of somebody just spending their money versus learning Learning anything and engage. Like if you talk to a paparazzi person about what's in the jewelry, what is it made of? Oh, it's a metal. Nine times out of ten, it's actually not a metal. It's a metal clay. Mm. Because clay metal is way more budget friendly Mm -hmm. and cheap to mass produce. Right. You see what I'm saying? So if if your seller in paparazzi is paying three dollars for the item and they're selling you an item that costs them three dollars for one there's nothing personal in that mm-hmm. you know there's nothing personal but for that three dollars what are they getting other than product they're not getting no information is it real? Is those stones? Yeah, those are pretty stones. Mm-hmm. No, they're not. They're plastic or it's a glass or, you know, they can't give you any information because they don't know it. They don't even think to put that, invest that much energy right. into the product. 
Absolutely. And there we go. If you're not investing energy into something, you're not going to get a, part, a positive energy back from it. Mm-hmm. You might get some residuals, but there's nothing else you're going to gain from it. Right. And that as a buyer is something you should be knowledgeable about. You want to buy something that's going to mean something to you because you work hard for your money. For sure. If you work hard for your money, you don't sacrifice family time and everything. What you spend your money on should benefit you in some way. That's just me. <laughs> now you will travel <laughs> to vend. Huh. Name some places you have traveled to. Oh God. Okay. And how do you even decide where? How do you even like what's your process? Be like, all right, I'm going to Atlanta this weekend or wherever else that you tend to go. I got the weirdest friends. I got weird friends. I got family everywhere. And then by me being a single mom, I prolonged traveling with my business, period. I was like, I need my daughter out of high school, fully functional. You know, she needs to be self-reliant because she's my youngest. Mm -hmm. My son moved out. He's grown. But my daughter, I was like, I need her to be, you know, self-manageable before I go anywhere. Yeah, because, so, okay. you know, as a parent, you just, you can't do anything because you're too busy calling to see what you're doing. How yeah. you doing? Anything wrong? The focus has to be clear. So now that I've gotten to a level where my daughter is like, oh, bye, she leaves me. She'll be gone for a week. She's a young adult. And she ain't calling me because she ain't worried about She's me. put into practice everything that you taught her. And when you mention your son, you might as well just say my twin. My, my twin. Kid, he looks just like you. My twin. <laughs> so, you know, it was like if I had to be comfortable leaving them. You know what I'm saying? So I did get to that level, which mainly was the year before. But last year, this year, well, 2021, mm-hmm. I travel, travel. All the time. <laughs> but it was like, I have friends like, hey, Lala, you want to go to... Hey, let's go to Virginia. I'm finna do an event up there. You want to get in? Absolutely. I want to see what Virginia is about. I haven't traveled much in my life. I had kids. So we're talking about like a, a national connection of entrepreneurs and word of mouth awareness of these different markets. Yes. Like vendors talk. Us vendors talk. For sure. Like we'll we'll tell you the deal, we'll tell you all the info on events. Because we discuss them. Because if it's a good person, which most of us are, we're not going to let you go and waste your money mm. somewhere that they've already been and they saw that it was dead in. Oh, no, we're not going to tell nobody. That's why, you know, I'm always inviting people like, girl, come come to this market. Always. You know, because okay, it's a great so, market. And thank you. Great. So market. what does that sound like? So what would you, because you are, you're from Chicago. But mm-hmm. nobody from Milwaukee would be able to tell as much as you come up here and rock with us. What would you tell somebody out of town? Why should they come experience the Circulate MKE? Oh, my God. It's the give back. People, you know, it's just like Chicago. People talk bad about Chicago. Mm-hmm. But if you go to a wholesome event, a beneficial event, you leave there like, oh, my God, when is the next one? 
You can't wait. You're addicted. You done had so much fun. You done met so many cool people. Y'all done chill. We done sat at the benches eating. Like, we done had lunch. It's like a family reunion. Every family reunion with your family. Mm-hmm. You always waiting for the next one. Mm. That is circulate market. That is circulate market. You build friendships and you build relationships with people, whether it be the person talking about the same jewelry you talking about. Next thing you know, y'all following each other on Instagram. I've seen it. Mm. I've seen networking happen over a spring roll. <laughs> I, that was such a visual for me. You just said networking over a spring roll, and I totally imagine. Because it has happened. Yeah. I've seen it. I've witnessed this. <laughs> and these are the things that I attest to for the Circulate. Like, the fact that you guys now have Circulate dollars. Oh, my God. The first Circulate dollar event was amazing. Like, those, it was a lot of kids. Because we always get the kids, you know. But as a vendor, I'm looking at, you know me, I'm going to go ahead and knock it down. Get you some, girl. <laughs> but they don't ask for, oh, my God. You know, they got the little extra bucks. They in there ready to spin. You know, they think they rich as it, baby. They they own one. It's but it joy, does though. something to their spirit, too. Yes. Because, honestly, I've seen a lot of them just walk up like, hey, you need help with that? Let me carry that. It's a give and give situation. Yeah. They 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 put in time for no reason. They volunteer just for the fun of it. It'd be a ton of them. And then you got the music. And then they're looking at a gang of entrepreneurs mm-hmm. that look like them. Yeah. And the variety of different vendors that make their own product. Or they have a business that does this miraculous things that these kids never seen us do. Right. Now, so you're exposing them to a knowledge of broadening their horizons and don't think, hey, I'm going to go give me a good job when I get older. You don't have to. Right. You learn the skills. You a good job. This give is somebody a good job when they get older. There you go. You know, that, that'd be the goal to most of us, you know, and it's the variety is crazy. Like I've seen clothes makers, body care people. I've seen um, a vintage chick that, hey, I, I'm a, I love vintage mm-hmm. and I like to die when I saw somebody walk out with the picture that I wanted. <laughs> the spring rolls. I didn't even know black people did spring roll. <laughs> Shout out to Funky Fresh. No, I'm so serious. I'm I am too. No, I'm like real serious. <laughs> like, not only does he do spring roll, they're freaking delicious. Yeah. Number one. Number two. Hands did you see the, fried. They're healthy, intentional. And they healthy. Now, did you see the packaging? Did you see he he uh he entered acquisition phase? Mm-hmm. So you see a small black business that's gonna straight blow up in your face. Oh yeah, he's blowing up too. Like I need his product in the freaking stores down here. Yeah, and and it's amazing because that is a great example of how we see 
entrepreneurs' businesses kind of grow up in the process. And there's some cross inspiration. And then also like one vendor might have some great guidance around packaging. Another vendor might have some great guidance around marketing. So there's a lot of shared information yeah. that help people get better. You know, somebody might come in with the simplest setup on their table. All it takes is one market for them to see how somebody else does it. When they come back, you see the upgrade. You see it. <laughs> like you see it instantly. And it's like, oh my God, yeah. So I'm I am waiting on the spring rolls to hit Chicago, to be honest. Like I'm gonna be on his page, like, okay, now that we're in acquisition phase, that means distribution is gonna get bigger. Yeah. Thank you, Foku. You hear that Lala wants to connect, she wants to help you get uh that product in Chicago. I'm just saying we got Mariano's. They love tech. I got some stores if he needs to inbox me through my Twisted Rose Metal on Instagram. I was just liking on some of them videos about an hour ago. <laughs> Say that Hit again. Me up. I got some stores that'll talk to you for real. Say that again. Let the people know how they can find you on the social medias. At, at Twisted Rose Metal on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, anything on social media. Just just Google Twisted Rose Metal. I love Googling myself because I'm not a big hair person mm-hmm. and I'm really humble. And I, you know, I think I'm such I'm I am a small business. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just a little humble person. Girl, I'm probably one of the only artists in Chicago, well, in, in my big international friends group. Mm-hmm. That's been featured in the Smithsonian in Washington, D.C. Oh, is that facts? Yeah. I did not realize that. How's that happen? Now, people be like, what? Why you be telling people? And what? deservingly so. It's deserving. I've been to that museum and I wear your jewelry and I'm like, yep, it belongs there. How did that They happen? did a piece on me. They did a piece on me as a Chicago artist some years ago when I first started, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so dope. It's so many weird things that'll pop up. You, you're like, I didn't know that. La la do taxes. No, la la don't. And do celebrate, pausing to look and say, okay, these are my accomplishments. Let me take a moment. Let me take it in because we're constantly having new ideas. And, you know, the. I've been in magazines and everything. That's amazing. <laughs> I've been, I've been ma- magazines and blogs, and it's been a lot of successes in my career because I've been doing this for about 13, 14 years now. Mm. So it's been a lot of successes, but it'll be more. That's just like right now today, you can go on to New Orleans Natural Hair Fest website Mm -hmm. and watch the video. You'll see Lala. All right. I was one of their favorite favorite vendor in, what was that, 20s? 18. So they keep me on their, their website. That's amazing. Congratulations. I, like I, I think sometimes people underestimate the value of a good product being supported by a great personality. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because I had never been in New Orleans. Like, I, my fan base in New Orleans is, was at the time was small. Mm-hmm. And I got so much love because that same weekend we did Essence. Okay. And we did a double bubble. So the crew was at Essence. And then I went over to, um, matter of fact, it was my friend Dot. 
the crafty chick. Okay. We were at Athens. I did Natural Hair Expo myself that Saturday. We got so much love from New Orleans oh, I'm that sure. weekend. You and Girl, I want to move in. Y'all are so I want to move in. <laughs> I did. It was like Miel's hair care. Oh my God, they VP. She mm-hmm. came over there, bought a ton of shit, bought people stuff, and okay. then came back with a freaking gift box that I kid you not, I still have some of these products because they gave us so much. Uh, it's like, oh my God, we love you so much. That is love. Um, yeah, it was quite a few, quite a few companies did that to me. I was like, oh dang, we got love down in New Orleans. Okay, I know the feeling. Like every time a vendor gifts me with something, and and, and sometimes it's it takes me by surprise because somebody will walk in and be like, "I have this in mind for you. I was coming here. I have this, and, and I want to give this to you." And it's yeah. such a the reciprocity of giving. You know, the the yeah. organizing, the creating. We we all yeah. have to get there. It don't matter. Oh, the really energy and work we put in. We got to work around each other. You know what I'm saying? We got to get all of our energy right in the morning. We got to, you know, do all the... We have the shared responsibility when we get there. It's weak. So it's weak to work to for one day. Each other and to walk away with that good energy. Oh, man. Yeah. It's, it's such a blessing. It really is. And like you said, I'm it perfect. makes you feel like you can't wait to get back to it. it you really can't wait to get back. <laughs> Like, I be ready. And oh, as soon as the weather break, I'm like, yes, Milwaukee, I Because uh, yeah. in the wintertime, I don't do too much. Yeah. I'm real safe on as far as my physical being is. Okay. I can't play with the weather. I can't get sick. That's fair. You know, I'm mainly a one-man show. Right. I can't afford to get sick. I don't play in the wintertime. <laughs> <laughs> because if I get sick, that means I'm not making anything. Yeah. Because I literally will not touch anything if I'm feeling any type of off. I get sick. I can't sit down for two weeks. Right. Mm -mm. (laughs) That's now that's one of the the side effects of being an entrepreneur, a single entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that's the bad part. When you get when you go down, everything goes down. Yeah, knowing how much to extend yourself. Yeah. All those things, all those things. I, I agree on it completely, 100%. I think about how much sleep I got this week, how much is on the schedule, what are my yeah. vitamins, different seasons call for different things. What's my energy yeah. like? Absolutely. 100%. Because what happens is when we take on this awesome responsibility of you know, it's it's a product, but it's a social service as well. Yeah. People rely on us. You know, it's I can't tell you how many times I'm like, wait, I know I'm off, and I've been off for a few days. Let me let me buy me a new crystal. I get paper. inboxes. Let me get certain things. You know, I, I know when inboxes. I need the clear quartz. I know when I need my rose quartz. I know when you know, and or and you and I have talked about this when you lose a piece that is so meaningful to you. Yeah. And it's like, I must fill this void. <laughs> it's a really healthy way to fill a void, I must say. It really is. But but you have to realize you're not being you're not being greedy and you're not frivolously spending money. You're actually getting a void filled. 
Mm-hmm. You're getting an energy replacement. You're getting a holistic piece or you're getting benefits that's literally going to help you. They're going to aid you. They're going to heal you. Yeah. You know, that's the one thing I love about copper and crystal jewelry. It's not just jewelry. Yeah. It's a talisman. It's a stress reliever. <laughs> it's an endocrine system cleanser. Yeah. It's a it's a writer's block remover. Like, <laughs> yeah, girl, like I got some like labradorite's one of my number ones to help combat some of my um emotional instability with my bipolar. Mm. It does because I I'll be bouncing all over the wall. I bounce all over the wall. That's why I'm always no. like I kid you not. No. I'm always making some big stupid gorgeous. <laughs> Lap the right, please. Oh, that that's pretty right there. Hold on, keep that up. I want to compare that to the size of the one I got. Oh, it's way it's a bigger. little bit bigger. It's way bigger. Okay. I can tell you right now, it's way bigger. I see that signature swoop though. <laughs> <laughs> like that's one stone I have to touch at least four to five times a week. Okay. Like my bed has stones under my pillow. What else you got there? Any other jewelry? Come on, oh, honey. Matter. Of fact. So I've been doing these cuffs. Mm-hmm. The double stone cuffs. So I've been doing a couple more. This one has like like a prynite and an agate in it. Okay. And I'm about to go crazy because I'm working on the website. I deleted everything on the website. Yes, everything. you did because I went on it and I was like. Really confused. <laughs> I got inboxes when I did that. <laughs> but I'm restocking the entire website. Okay. So I am working with styles that are duplicatable, but that can be altered. Okay. So this style is going to come with different stones. It's going to be slightly different in each bracelet, and it'll have different stone selections. I need to be able to start appealing to a mass production level. Yeah. But not factory-wise. I'm trying to hone in onto some designs that I can teach apprentices and so on to make as they work for Twisted Rose Metal. Okay. So that's kind of like... I'm I'm working on it. But you know, it's always going to be some pieces that can't nobody but Lala do. So that piece right there, what stone is that? This is a dendrite agate. This one is a dendrite agate. Huh? And what's that good This one, grounding, protection. It also helps with your adrenal glands, Mm. like the inflammation in your adrenal glands, because there's different types of minerals in there that help, I guess, pull those toxins that back up. Okay. It helps ground reroute that. So it helps with the inflammation in your adrenal glands. Girl. See that that's that that intersectionality of that health, but it's fly. Right. That's pretty. That was so who would you imagine wearing that? Besides me. Anybody. Okay. Because it's gonna call to you because of the artistic design to it. But nine times out of ten, the person that's really gonna pick it is somebody who Low key have a problem that don't they don't know they have a problem. Mm. 
It'd be easy. I'm trying to tell you it's so easy for people to get what they need. <laughs> then so you have the people we're gonna be working in um brass a little more this year. Okay. So I'm working on a large unk. Now this one is like maybe seven inches and it's on brass with moss agate in it. Okay. And that one's gonna go much longer. You're gonna start seeing more beaded necklace designs. Because I'm getting awesome. a lot of people who want the stones on their neck as much more than they did the copper. So I'm, a, you know me, I don't mind. Yeah. And then you know, we got some that are going on the website. Um, hopefully by this weekend. You know, we got to restock the the ring section has to get restocked. So I'm finding more simplistic and more gaudy styles. Okay. as well. And we're also going to be doing more self-adjusting. So, good. because when I put them in galleries and stores, a lot of them don't know how to resize jewelry. And I hate for a customer to buy something that they can't wear it now. Right. Me so too. that's that gorgeous uh, labyrinth. So the website is getting updated. I want to get it on there in time for um, Valentine's Day. So mm-hmm. hopefully by the end of this weekend, you'll start seeing the Philly and more. And at, while we're talking about Valentine's Day, so I have a new design for Valentine's Day, and it's going to have a pendant with it. Oh, man. Yeah. That is beautiful. So it's going to have different stones. It's in a heart shape and the pendant as well. It's heart shape, but it's, you know how love has so many entanglements. (laughs) (laughs) This is an ode to the entanglements. (laughs) (laughs) So that's going to be, I'm going to start trying to focus in on certain holidays, certain times of the year and start making the pieces that go along with it. You know, that way people don't have to be looking for what they looking for. They can just find it. I appreciate that about you. And, you know, no shade to what people's processes are, but I think sometimes there are certain creatives and entrepreneurs that uh, they're just not ready. They don't desire to cater to advancing their business or like what a market is. So they they stick to what it is that they want to do and they kind of they, they that's what they rocking with. They don't want to either to seasons or holidays or have a difference of you know a market experience or price versus an online price or like hey it's Black Friday you really maybe cool right. sales. And so to each his own, however, what I have witnessed, and I've been doing this for a long time, is the kind of vendor that can draw people in by one, being creative, by listening to the needs of their customers and being receptive yeah. to, uh, you know, just, just being flexible. And, and yeah, because everybody's not in a financial situation. Their level of engagement and sales is just different. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you have to be, listen, I I have friends, like I have a ton of jewelry making friends. Ton of them. I have one friend who does copper wire work as well. He'll do something simplistic on a bracelet, 
Boom, bow. Nothing, you know, too exciting. Mm-hmm. Throw it on. The bracelet is like $120. Good luck. You know me, I'll be looking at all that dope, but how long are you willing to wait on that one somebody to pay $120 for a bracelet? Exactly. Not me. Guess what? When I make something, I didn't make it for me. Mm -hmm. I made that, uh, what is it that I got upstairs? I just got a stone in. I had to send a picture to your sister (laughs) because I don't forget her. Oh, I got a very beautiful Larimar stone in, mm. and I was like, "Mm-hmm." I see her bracelet. You, you I know, said, every time she knows, I'm gonna, I'm gonna communicate with you. She's like, "Tell her where." You know, there's always some messaging that has to go back. There's and always a message, yeah. And, and the funny part is, I already know y'all talk, so ain't no need to tell me to say anything. Pero. <laughs> You already, but that's the nature of us, you know. We, that's we became that's family at the market, so that's what it is. Sometimes you might have to be the mediator. I'm just saying, <laughs> right? But when I make jewelry, I'm not making it for myself. I have choice pieces that I'd be like, oh, I must have made that for myself because it's doing something for me. I keep it, but everything else, I didn't make this for myself. I'm not finna hold it. I'm not finna hoard it. I'm not finna do none of that. That's why at markets, I am really flexible because if you're wanted, if you wanted it that bad, guess what? That's because that piece was yours yeah. when I was making it. Yeah. I'm going to help facilitate you getting it home. Yeah. Before we Because I'm going to make some more tomorrow. And before we even started recording, you and I just had a conversation about packing and unpacking and letting things go. Yeah. And and, and being and allowing to understand the value of something in your life at a time. And then yeah. letting it go, making room for what's new and what's supposed to what's supposed to enter your life. You know, this exactly this, this living if life of ours is not stagnant, it's it's constantly moving. And so if I got a ton of jewelry and I only plan to bring a tote with me how do you make a decision on what you bring in and guess what if if somebody wanted something that 120 dollar bracelet and you took it to this event instead of the 50 dollar and 60 dollar bracelet you took that 120 but that person ain't even at that event right look at your profit line as well even even in a non-spiritual way, I'm in a business. I get that. I get that. Only the reason why you will see me so accommodating is because I put out an energy out there as to where if I do my positive deeds mm-hmm. and I facilitate the help that people need, the financial that I need is going to come back to me. I don't worry about my financial ever. You know me, I come up there for an event and I be there for the whole damn weekend. It's not to say that I got it, but if I want to stay for the whole weekend, I'm not going to worry about how I'm going to pay for it. Right. Because I'm putting, I came up here to give spiritual, metaphysical help. Right. I put that out into the, into the, into the ethos. Guess what I put out into the, what else I put out into the ethos? I want to stay in Milwaukee for the weekend. <laughs> it's going to return to you. 
you put that out there, it's going to return. And then the result of that is you staying in Milwaukee for the weekend. So in place of a person normally who buy, oh, a ring and a bracelet, I get incidents where they'll come up there like somehow, magically, they found $150 in the laundry yesterday. Mm. So they can afford to do the five pieces instead of the two. Right. These be the things that go on at my table. A lot of people don't ex- don't experience that because they're guarded about their bottom line. Mm. I don't know. My price is what it is. But if your price isn't accommodating to the market that you're in, right. your price going to stay your price and the products going to stay with you. There you go. It's, I don't want none of it to however, stay with me because it's not mine. You have a very different experience when you are just stuck in your ways. Yeah. Kudos to you if that's you. We're not talking. Honey, listen. I know people people get offended by a lot of stuff I say. I don't care. I, I, I own my house. Who gonna put who gonna check me, boo? <laughs> I put it like this. It's easy to spot those vendors in any arena. It don't matter where you go. You can easily spot the people who stick to their prices. Mm-hmm they're not getting as many sales because those prices in California don't translate in Milwaukee. Right. Facts. So you can't come to Milwaukee with California prices. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's part of the hustle is knowing that and making those decisions. You, you accidentally muted yourself. <laughs> but you spot the people who are in that line of business by walking into a room and looking around. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that's on their phone, looking